I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. Hey everyone, I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. How's it going? And this is, yeah, this is Behind the Gorilla, like you just heard in the intro, but I just, for some reason, decided to just rehash the exact same thing that the intro says, but that's fine. That's fine. We can do it. We can do what we want. That's right. This is our show. This is our house. Yep. And again, we have uh, Harris via telephone. Although might 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 be uh, might be trying Skype one of these days. I did that on my other podcast, and that worked out pretty well too. So. Okay. I don't know. I don't know which one's better. They both work fine, so <laughs> it's all good. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, Hell in a Cells tonight. Not uh, we're again. We don't really talk about current wrestling stuff. Not a whole lot. Um, I'm not really watching just, current wrestling stuff either. Just kind of yeah. watch the pay per views. And that that we're recording this on Sunday, so it hasn't happened. So we don't really have any comments on it. I know you guys yeah. are listening to this afterwards, but we we don't know what happened. So it's probably for the best, honestly, because Mark is suffering some like major burnout, and I don't really yeah. blame him at this point. I it's got true. the thing. I got. And we won't talk about a lot of current events, but the thing I got most excited this week was seeing Mick Foley come out to Raw. I did see that clip, and it, yeah. And it was mostly just because we talked about him last week, so it was really cool to like. Oh, I love it when have that happens. Story about the beginning of his career, and then go full circle and see him. You know, like he's not even in his like active in ring career anymore, but just come out and cut a promo one more time. And yeah, think, man, he's still so good. Yeah, I mean, I think. I, again, I don't. I'm not really following much or keeping track of numbers wise or anything like that. But they have to be down because they keep pulling all these old guys out of the woodwork, like right now. And it, I feel like that's due to that has to be due to viewership down. I would think. Well, I think it's like at about, this point, because it's not like WrestleMania season or anything. Right. Well, I think it's a combination of things. It's one. And this is some chatter I've seen online that makes a lot of sense. They are literally trying to sell you three pay-per-views right now. Like, tonight, I mean, as you're listening to this, Monday night after Hell in a Cell on Raw, it might get a little better. But for the last month, we've been pushing Hell in a Cell and Evolution and And that dumb dumb house show that they keep trying to build up these house shows, these big events, but they always suck because they're house shows. And here's the thing. I would... This isn't going to happen anytime soon because I understand that, like, it's just how the business model is and they're all too kind of ingrained. Not in a bad way, but, like, this is just how they're used to running the business. But at some point, like, when pay-per-view buys finally dry up completely, I would so much rather see a wrestling product that is, like, the big five pay-per-views and just house shows on the network every once in a while, just network specials where you yeah. can see fun different matches. I mean, that's the way it was. That's, that's the way it was in the in the '90s. That's exactly the way it was there with is, all those in your house pay per views. There is absolutely no need for twelve, thirteen pay per views a year. Like that's, I mean, that's why main roster wrestling in WWE just isn't the same as NXT because yeah. they have an NXT takeover at every big five pay per view weekend, yep. and it's great because that's long enough to like build actual stories and have actual payoff in the pay-per-view instead of saying okay well uh baron corbin and finn balor are feuding right now so we're gonna have to watch him win one and then win the second one a different way and then fight a third time and then maybe we'll be done like break that rhythm up and wrestling is going to get so much better and i think it's going to happen in the next few years just i hope so I think the network would be a lot more fun. I get kind of the point is if they're charging you per month to give you a show every month, I would rather watch, like, I remember they did that, like, Beast in the East pay-per-view. Yeah. That was literally just a house show in Japan, but they were like, hey, you want to watch Brock Lesnar fight all of the New Day? I was like, absolutely, I do. (laughs) It doesn't matter, but, like, that's a fun thing that you don't see all the time. Give me Mm -hmm. more stuff like that. Yeah, no, I know, I agree. I agree. But, anyway, so that was our... uh, uh, three minutes of current day stuff real quick. Because um, I'm just trying to expand this episode as long as possible. Because <laughs> I had... Anyway. It, Don't give it away. There's a Fine. lot going on. I had like... Everyone has a lot going on. I pulled a Harris this week. 
And I I, I I studied this for like forty five minutes yesterday, wow. and then and then was gonna was gonna refresh before I came here, and then didn't have time, and then had to rush out here. Anyway, it didn't work out because we have to be done before the Broncos game. So that's why there's this short little <laughs> there's this short little timetable uh, here. Anyway, so I guess we can go ahead and get started. This this was okay. This was a topic that I thought of pretty much. From the beginning, like this was one of the first things when I started kind of making a list back when we started this, that this was one of the first things that I thought of that would be like, oh, that would be fun. So obviously 90% of our show is WCW or WWE based just because Mm -hmm. that's the most recent stuff. That's what we're familiar with. That's there's more access to it anyway, obviously. Well, well, this one is not this. We're going way back for this one. Okay. Okay. Are, this is definitely going to be the farthest back uh we've we've gone so far. Okay. We're going this started back in the 1800s. Oh, I think I might know where we're going with this and I hope I'm right. And uh any anyway, let let's just say wrestling came from this type of professional wrestling came from basically more or less circuses carnivals that that's kind of where this type of thing started yeah kind like of traveling sideshow yeah because like it was uh oh we have this strongest man uh you know nobody all, take on all comers and you know and most of it was was a work even then sometimes it wasn't but a lot of times they, right. you know plants and that's the way it was yeah, and that's the way, you know, I've I've heard it described just in passing. It's like, well, okay, we have these two strong men and bona fide like Greco-Roman wrestlers, but if you're putting on a different show every week, every night for different people, after a while, you just kind of say, well, okay, look, how about I just win this one and you win the next one, and mm-hmm. we don't go at 100% so we don't kill ourselves, you know, wear right. ourselves out and we can keep doing this, and it all just kind of evolved from there. Mm-hmm. Well, back okay. So back in the um, <clears throat> th- this actually kind of started back in Europe in kind of the eighteen hundreds, but then it started in America in kind of the late eighteen hundreds. Basically, sometimes that that got boring. Sometimes it got you know they needed to spice stuff up. I mean, why do you? Why is there a Hell in a Cell match? Sometimes you just kind of need to go to that next level, right? So right. how 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 do you think this is one of the ways that they did that? Um, what would you say if they had someone wrestle, let's say, not another person? Oh, you mean like two other people? No, like I, I mean, I mean as match. a different type of uh, a non-human being. <laughs> and I don't mean, and I don't mean a blow-up doll, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. <laughs> or a broom? Yeah, or a ladder. What, what could you possibly be talking about, Mark? I, I have no idea. What else could they wrestle? Well, there, there's this thing, and it's called a bear. I'm sorry, uh, a, a bear, you said? Yes, yes, a, a bear. And can you just... Just kind of let that... You can, you can even just simmer with that for a second. But <laughs> So they, they started bringing in bears and would have wrestlers wrestle... Bears. I have, I have so many questions, like none of which I feel like you can answer because I, we just. I I might be able to. Who knows? But uh, it started the earliest in America was in it was in New York, the state of New York, and promoters would put on some exhibit, you know, exhibitions and stuff with with partially trained bears. Now these these are usually bears that were from circuses or carnival acts, so so they were they were trained to do things. And, okay, because I was I was about to ask when you say partially trained, this is like standing on their hind legs, kind of stuff. Yeah, right? like maybe juggling or yeah, stuff stuff n- kind of like that. Basic commands, almost like okay. how you would you know you because like you can train a dog. I mean, you can train animals to do certain things. So yeah, they're, they're they're not, not wild. They're not like, wild. Well, right, then but maybe not that's trained to like take a bump. Well, I, I'm getting to all this. Okay. Um. So the earliest one that has kind of been recorded was in 1877, and it was in New York, 
And there was a guy, I think it's the- Theobod. I-, I can't pronounce this name. <laughs> Theobod Bauer okay. was set to clash with a bear named Martin. And a lot, a lot of this stuff I got was from different articles. <laughs> There's a Bleacher Report article on it that I got a lot of stuff because they took from a lot of other articles too. So um, okay. there, there was a Sports Illustrated article from like back in the 70s about it. Like there was a – I found I found several things. So a lot of it's coming off of this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, – so there was this particular one. It was in December. There was two hundred and fifty dollars on the line in a two out of three falls match. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'm gonna keep interrupting you. No, that's fine. Story, and I apologize. Two hundred and fifty dollars to the bear if the bear wins. Is that I, right? I think no. I think it was just if the guy can beat the bear. Oh, okay. It's like a. Uh... It's like a Spider-Man situation with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, like I, you, I, I think so. Pin the bear twice. Maybe I, I'm assuming okay. so. That that's the only information that was given. Um, okay. But before we get into that, well, I'll get into that in just a second. But first, let's go back and talk about how this even works. Well, for one thing, <laughs> bears are natural wrestlers. As weird as that sounds, like. Wrestling is fairly instinctual for a bear. Like, cause that's really, I mean, if you think about how a bear even mauls or anything, I mean, wrestling, they throw things around. They, they take, they take them to the ground. Like there's wrestling involved in it. So it's not a foreign concept to them. I guess so. And, but the way they do it is they put muzzles on the bear's mouths and they either remove the claws or have them, have like they call them mittens where they're like covered and mm-hmm. and so, and sometimes they'll take out like the front teeth also of the bear basically yeah. they're 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 d uh they're d you know cline d they're making it you know where it's not just going to tear you to shreds right well that was, obviously you did ju- if you if did just <laughs> answer another one of my questions which was I I can see like in theory how a bear has a lot of like wrestling techniques right. in the way they like maul an animal or a person they encounter. Mm-hmm. But how do you keep the bear from <laughs> from mauling just them. tearing your throat out? Right. Which the idea of declawing a bear is terrifying and kind of sad. But yeah, well, that's part of it too. Is it? It all is kind of sad. But um, oh, again, I mean, this yeah. is back when it didn't matter. Um, yep. And so anyway, so so they basically made the bear non-lethal. That that was kind of the thing. Yeah. And um th- so that that's the way that's how it ha- that's how it worked. That that's I guess the ins and outs of how it was set up. Mhm. Um uh, anyway, so th- that's kind of the way it is. So we'll go back to this this first kind of story. The bear so it's this guy Bauer wrestling this bear, two out of three falls match in New York. The bear try and th- this guy was a Greco-Roman wrestler, like like right. he was an actual wrestler. Yeah, and, no, and um, they all were at this point. Yeah, and he was also one of the first wrestlers to ever wear a mask. Um, oh, also, like like he he's from Fr- he's from France and started wrestling in France, and mm-hmm. so that that he was one of kind of the first ones to do that too. But um, so the bear tried to throw Bauer to the mat. And then they, they, they went back and forth for about 15 minutes or so, but Bauer got, got the victory. There's, um, there's not a whole lot of details on this particular bout. Um, and the, (laughs) so this, this is kind of how it happened. So Bauer got really annoyed because the bear apparently didn't really want to wrestle. And I can't imagine. So the guy was just kind of trying to chase the bear around and uh-huh. finally kind of just rolled, rolled him onto the ground and like took him and threw him down to the ground. And then I guess that's how he won the match. Um, well, that's a heel move from the bear, just yeah. rolling out of the ring and avoiding a fight. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of year kind of, it got, it started getting, it started now getting popular. This started to become a kind of a big thing. Huh. Um, and a lot of times it was the trainers were like the wrestlers. So that was who was wrestling the bear was usually the owners of the bear. That was, that was, that kind makes of the way sense. It so it's like, it's someone the bear is familiar with. Right. But totally not, like not, not all out. the time, but, but a lot of times that was the case. Yeah. Um, and, uh, 
So there, there were several several kind of different matches, you know, of the same kind of sort. And it was usually, and it was really kind of weird because sometimes the Bears didn't want to wrestle. And, you know, Bears are really big. <laughs> and they're really heavy. And so yeah. if a bear doesn't want to do anything, it's not going to do anything. It it there's not really a whole lot of ways to make it make it do anything. But I um, like the actual parallels to like modern professional wrestling because that reminds me a lot of like Andre the Giant. If you watch that great documentary HBO did about him, Hulk Hogan is just like yeah, like if you you know Andre. It's it's a work, obviously, but if Andre doesn't want to lose to you, then he's not going to. And you have all these stories about him, like, going to a new town, and the guy's like, well, I don't want to lose to Andre the Giant. You know, I want to look really good. And he starts, like, really trying to fight him a little bit, and Andre's just like, no, 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 you're done. Yeah. You, you also... <laughs> Go ahead. No, uh, that, that was it. Just okay. the ability to grind a match to a halt like that, if you yeah. want to, and just embarrass everyone involved. Is very funny to me. Like that's that's very entertaining. Yeah. So, um, and also you got to go back. This is before wrestling was wrestling like it is now. Like, mm-hmm. like the the way wrestling worked at this point in time was was different. Like most of these were Greco Roman wrestling matches. Which I don't know if you know anything about Greco Roman wrestling, but the point is you have you throw your opponent to the ground to where like both of their shoulders hit the ground. Like, mm-hmm. th- like there's no, like you, you don't wrestle like below the waist. That's not allowed. It's all above the waist type of back and forth and you can't okay. trip either. So it's not like judo. So it's yeah. very, very basic. And and literally it's like perfect for a bear. Cause that's, that's what they would do. I mean, that that's how they move. So, yeah. so it worked, you know, so from that standpoint, it worked out. Um, but anyway, so there was another guy who was um, kind of a pretty pretty popular bear trainer or you know wrestler, and this guy's name was Mervin Barakman, and wow. this is back in the early early 1900s, and he was kind of billed a lot of times as a bear trainer. Mm-hmm. He had a couple different bears. Billy the Bear was one. Big Andy was another one. And now we're getting into like the 30s. And so this guy would travel just all around exhibiting these wrestling bears. And and then and he would be, it, think about, you know how the NWA worked with the world champion? How he's yeah. the champion. The NWA wasn't really a wrestling organization. It was more like a conglomerate of all the territories. And right. then there was one champion and he would go around a territory. That's the way this bear wrestling kind of worked. He would travel with these bears, and then the big stars or whatever in the towns would then wrestle the bears. And Yikes. usually, I think a lot of times I was reading that they were mostly like the heels or or managers. Managers was some was a big thing a little later on. Um, and so this guy would go around, and it started spreading from. It started in Washington State, and then would get it got all the way down to Texas at one point, and. Um, and Big Andy was one of his real popular bears. And in 1933, he actually made it into, like, the Seattle Times, like the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> but but it wasn't for wrestling. Um, the bear the bear wandered around and apparently was found on a woman's porch eating food off Aww. the porch. So, uh, and then, and then the, the bear didn't want to get, didn't like the police trying to corral him. So, uh, started fighting with the police, which is pretty funny. But oh, um, another heel bear, goodness. Yeah, so this started spreading, and now it started going to California, Midwest. It started, it was starting to become nationwide, mm-hmm. and it became popular enough to start kind of attracting a little bigger names. In forty-three, mm-hmm. in nineteen forty-three, there was a comedian and an actor named W.C. Fields that got into it, and so so this is now an actor coming in to wrestle a bear. We we think it's ridiculous when an actor is going into wrestle a person. And I love. I can't like this comprehend a, this when I when I read this. This like shocked me. This is like David Arquette fighting a bear. Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Oh my gosh! Please, David Arquette. I know you're wrestling now. Please wrestle a bear in some backwoods of Alabama because that's the only place where you could do that at this point. You know the. 
you know the best part about it, if that happened, is that people would complain that he was like, that he was killing the business and that <laughs> this wouldn't have happened in old school wrestling. Yeah, yeah I know. It, it's exactly the opposite. This kind of stuff has always been happening. It has. It really has. And, uh, you know, so it was more kind of, but it was still kind of more of a novelty act. I mean, that, that's kind of what it's always kind of, you know, been. Yeah. And so, and they were big enough attractions and, and so it was worth a lot of these people taking the risk of being in there because it was so popular and, you know, more people would come out for this. Cause again, you got to think about the time attractions used to be so much bigger than what they are now, because now you can just c- go onto the computer and find an attraction. I mean, YouTube yeah. has basically killed circus or that's why circuses are shutting down. The, the stuff like that doesn't exist anymore because you don't need it. Right. You can get that right. anywhere. But back in the, Back in the 1940s, there wasn't even TV around, really, like, general at that point. So, right. I mean, if you imagine, if imagine you have nothing and you find out there's going to be someone wrestling a bear. I mean, I would probably, I would 100% go. Look, now, if that I mean, were a network special, I'd watch it. I mean, if that I'll happened now, I would still probably go. But definitely back then, I would go. Right. So, uh,. And so that, that was kind of so, but but it wasn't like it wasn't good. Like like these people didn't enjoy this really. But um, right. and then and then now kind of we're going to one of the most famous bears ever, and his name was Terrible Ted. Oh my! And he was billed as like this seven foot, you know, six hundred and fifty plus pound bear, and they changed the size and weight every match. It seems like, of but course, he was big because it's a bear. But he basically, this kind of was the first really, really popular bear. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, th- and this bear completed for decades because bears live like they can live like 40, 40, 50 years. Like they, they live a long time. Yeah. And uh, so this thing wrestled for decades, you know, hundreds and some are some say even thousands of matches. And now we're getting into like the 50s and 60s. And oh boy. Another thing, this you can still find videos of bear wrestling as like recently as like the late 80s. Like mm-hmm. you can find like it was still th- this is not like some ancient ancient thing that only happened 100 years ago. Um yeah. there there are many people that are cur- that you will know from the wrestling business that that participated in this. Yeah. One of them, well this is the first one we will talk about is Dutch Mantel. <laughs> If you're only a WWE fan and have no uh, wrestling knowledge whatsoever, he was in WWE for a while named, and, uh, under Zeb Coulter. But uh, for actual wrestling fans, he was Dutch Mantel, very famous, very famous wrestler. And so he he once became the manager, kind of, of this terrible Ted. And he would get the bear to fight, like, his battles for him. Like all th- this goes all the way through like the eighties. Like he would he would do this wow. kind of back and forth, like off and on. Um, he seems like such a bear wrestler guy. Like that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> and uh, it the, would have made the real Americans a lot more interesting. Yeah. Well, the uh, the bear the bear's owner was named Dave uh, McKigley or McKigney. I think it's Dave McKigney, okay. and. He he got this bear from a bankrupt carnival. Like the carnival went out of business and he bought he bought a bear. That's so weird to think of. Carnival uh, carnival carnival going out of business. So uh, well, we have all these animals. <laughs> America was wild back then, man. I read this this is this is a total sidebar, but just on the theme of animals, like LSU the football team has, you know, the school has a tiger mascot named Mike the Tiger. Right. And there's this great oral history I read about Mike the Tiger. And they literally, they just bought a tiger in like the 19-teens. They were like, hey, it'd be really cool if we had a tiger. So they just bought one. Like they bought the first three Mike the Tigers. You could just do that back <laughs> It's incredible. <laughs> it's, it, it is, uh, it's wild. But um, well, we're going to jump around a little bit kind of here. But, but and um, so, so he got this bear and he kind of, started it getting around and and it ended up working like you know most of the time with himself McKigney would wrestle it most of the time but eventually this bear would wrestle two guys that are currently in the WWE Hall of Fame excellent 
Donald Trump. And, uh, no. As, as fun <laughs> as that would be, no. Superstar Billy Graham and Bobby Heenan. Both, uh, both tangled with this bear. And uh, while in San Francisco, Graham um, was set was asked to take on the bear and did not want to do it, but it was more because he thought it was stupid and it would kill <laughs> and it would kill his, uh, his heel heat. So that, that was the well, bigger reason why he, he thought he saw it like his comedy type thing. I feel like fighting a bear is a very baby face move. I, I don't. It was it was well, pretty I, much result for it was pretty much uh, just used for heels. It was a heel thing. That's really I guess like I don't know. I feel like if you have like the fact that it's kind of animal abuse. In yeah, but water, that it wasn't yeah, that really at the time. Move, but if you think the bear could like actually kill him, then it's like oh that takes a lot of courage to do that. Like I wouldn't do that, you know. But yeah. no, I, I, I that makes sense. That's interesting though. Yeah. So. Um, he didn't really like to do it, and he said, I believe he said in, in his book that uh, he, he was quoted as saying, I can still feel the beast's coarse, wiry fur, smell its foul breath, and hear it snorting through its muzzle as it looked me dead in the eyes. It's like, Ted was not a happy bear, and I was not a happy wrestler. That's terrifying. Yeah, that was, uh, that was how he looked it in. And then the Bobby... the. <laughs> Bobby Heenan, and actually, he um, one of the things I read about Billy Graham taking on is he just he just refused at one point to even do it and just left, and so he lost by countout. But um, which I think is great. But then for Bobby Heenan, he discussed it in his book, and this is what he said: um, he he was asked to tag to tag team with Baron von Rasky against Ted. So like a two on one thing, like a wrestler and man uh-huh. versus the bear. And he's uh-huh. quoted as saying, cause remember, remember how I said, or at the beginning, the semi trained bear. Yeah. Well, he said, you're not going to believe it, but the bear could work. <laughs> and, and look, you laugh. I know it, it's, it's true. Like I found, I found videos of bear wrestling and it's unbelievable. Like it is wild. Like I I know there's obviously a, a decent amount of the wrestler, you know, being a wrestler, right? But like the bear is reaching back with its paw, grabbing their head, and like like snapmaring them over. Like the, that's the, amazing. The bear is like locking up, like collar and elbow tie up. Like the bear is doing <laughs> wrestling moves. I'm I'm That's not like I'm so not kidding. Cool. And so he he continues to write about this terrible Ted. We're still talking about terrible Ted. And Heenan's saying that Ted could perform a monkey flip. He could perform a flying mare. And he said at the end of one of the bouts, Bobby Heenan had wrapped a towel around the bear's neck, you know, as a manager, a heel manager trying to give get the advantage. And and, yeah. and was and was pretending to choke him, was not choking the bear. And he said the bear would lie down and sell the move like a wrestler. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard on this show. <laughs> That's so cool. Like, how amazing like, is that? I wonder how, like, obviously, like we were talking about, like, you can train animals to do stuff like this, especially, yeah. you know, like mammals, like dogs and bears and stuff. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is like the trainer intentionally teaching them how to do that and how much of that is just like night after night they realize like just by accident you know when they do something like that and people like it and they get you know like rewarded for it and they you know the wheels kind of turn and they realize this is the kind of stuff they like right like obviously you're still going to have to carry a bear to a pretty good match but the fact that they can contribute at all other than just trying to kill you in their own way is honestly amazing i didn't think that would be the case at all yeah and uh so but at the same time bobby heen wasn't did not enjoy this because he said that the matches for some reason i don't know why often would occur during the winter months they would do a lot of these bear matches and the bears hibernate like they're creatures that that are supposed to hibernate so they didn't enjoy that and and then somehow the bear would 
like the cold or feeling this, the way this article describes it, it says the bear would sometimes feel the ice under the padded floor of the arena. And it led to them basically, basically peeing all over the place. This this was a very (laughs) common occurrence. I was thinking, okay, they're either going to be really cranky because they're not hibernating. Well, that was part of it too. Okay. I was going to say, I wonder if that's why a lot of the matches took place in the winter, just so they'd be a little oh. more like... Oh, crazy. I don't know. Maybe. But, um, so that that just added a whole other layer, layer of annoyance for whoever was wrestling at the time, because now they're soaked yeah. in animal pee and, and having to wrestle a bear. And so then uh, um, Freddie Blassie... Talked about it as well because he he also wrestled bears, and he he said the um like even and he was like a he was a pretty hard nosed guy like he he he's a pretty t- he's a tough guy, and he said even he was scared to death about facing the bears because he says they were just terrible smelling and their hair was all nasty and like all that stuff was just it was just terrible to do. Yeah, it sounds very unpleasant. And um, and it looks like McKigley basically or McKigney started around 1958, and um, like this bear wrestled this terrible Ted wrestled for like 30 years, like decades. What a legend! And so, you know, he described different ways, like 50. This is one of the greatest things. So. There, there, there's a video on this, and again, most of this stuff is from this Bleacher Report article. It says it's called "Exploring the Strange History of uh, of Pro Wrestlers Battling Bears," and it's it's great, and it has videos embedded in it too. And there's this one video of this bear wrestling um, Tracy Smothers, and Gordon Soley is broadcasting the match. And and he's broadcasting it like there's two wrestlers wrestling, like <laughs> it, he's not acting like it's a sideshow. Like he's try, he's making it sound like these are two wrestlers going at it. it it's unbelievable. So here I'm gonna try and see if I can play a clip of this real quick. Okay, sweet. Mother's taking the place of uh, Wildcat Wendell Cooley who was injured. Bears, of course, are natural wrestlers. No question about this. They uh, instinctively know a snap mare, a leg sweep. Uh, they don't know some of the finer holds, uh, such as a figure four or what have you, but uh, all of the basic holds are natural with them. And this bear, although he's very amiable by nature, uh, once he gets uh, competition, uh, stand-up competition going, then he just naturally wants to wrestle. And you can see there, he went for a leg sweep. Uh, Tracy Smothers going for a, a side headlock, and the bear very quickly countered that. Now Smothers in behind him once again, gets him over on his back, and uh, the bear, obviously frustrated at this point in time, very quickly rolls over. And uh, once again, the bear was on his back, but only momentarily. Like, uh, did, wow. Did, yeah. He, I mean, he's just broadcast like it's a regular match. That's awesome. And what's <laughs> it, like, that's, you talk about, like, oh, this is, this is the kind of thing that's killing the business. That's amazing. <laughs> like, that's... That's some A plus effort to make it very real again. And like solely, like I love it. Like later on, like he's like talking about how the bear's countering wrestling like holds and and what he's yeah. doing to like trick uh, smothers and like it, it's just it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. He makes it sound like the most natural thing in the world, which is really impressive. Like you're listening and you're like, oh yeah, like he's fighting a bear. Of course he is. That's. <laughs> That's a normal thing for me to be watching. Right I, now. I know it's amazing. Just just props to just you know how amazing Gordon Soli is. But ah, uh, that that was that was amazing. Okay, anyway, and it uh, it even apparently th- there's video also of Carlos Colon, and I I know you know that name. Mm-hmm. He supposedly wrestled with the same bear in 1995, and there's like Jeez. some video about it. That would have made the bear like over 40 years old. Um, yeah. Which is just insane. Yeah, th- this type of stuff still happened, like, in the 90s. Like, like there's still, like, ex- examples of bear wrestling. But, that's um, amazing. So, but anyway, um, that, that, that's, uh, 
That's one of the most famous for sure. And actually, apparently, there was a promo that Dean Ambrose did when he was in FCW where he referred to himself as this generation's terrible Ted, um, <laughs> which which I did not look for, and I don't know if you can find it, but that's amazing for sure. So anyway, uh, there the other the other basically kind of the other super famous bear was called Victor the Wrestling Bear. And I found okay. several videos of, of this bear. Um, like, he went on a winning streak where he apparently won, like, over 10,000 matches. Um, something like that. Like, like Andre the Giant level type stuff. Um, yeah. Because, you know, he was a bear. Um, but, uh, and um, apparently some of those matches, like, those, those wins even came against, like, Gorgeous George and Wahoo McDaniels. Like, these are, like, famous wrestlers. Yeah. Um, and also, the, there's a great video of the Destroyer, um, Dick Byer, at wrestling this this Victor the Wrestling Bear. It's on YouTube. And there's a match where um, uh, Dave Meltzer and Jim Cornette are like narrating it, and <laughs> it, it's amazing. It, it it's it's great. It, you can find it on YouTube. Victor the Wrestling Bear versus the Destroyer, and it is. I mean, it's Dave Meltzer and Jim Cornette narrating a, yeah. a bear wrestling match. It's it's fantastic, just with Jim that's Cornette so talking surreal. about it. Um, and that's the best video I found. Like that, that's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, I have to look that up because I need to see this. Um, and Victor was apparently like, like a good, <laughs> good wrestler. <laughs> that now this is something that is like. Did you, and maybe you're going to get to this, so I don't want to cut you off, but, like, do you come across any instances of bears, like, actually seriously hurting people? Oh, well, like, get cause there. What I, like, in my one, in, like, my one thought is kind of like we said, oh, well, like, this is definitely animal abuse, right? Like, especially if you declaw the thing or get right. your teeth out or whatever. But then there is also a part of me that's like, if a bear is already kind of used to traveling, to living in a circus environment, to like stand on its hind legs and juggle and stuff like that's not good for a bear, obviously, but it's really not, if you're not doing physical harm to the thing and like getting it ready to fight, it's not any worse than like putting a bear in any other zoo. If anything, yeah, I feel like not quite exercise, but like that's a weird level of stimulus that the bear gets in terms of fighting a man that you don't get in a zoo. Like I feel like the bears that do this 40 years and are just kind of used to it, it makes sense that like they kind of learn how to work and that they're good at it. And I feel like that's not like the worst life for a bear to live in captivity. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I have no idea. I could see it going either way and I don't know anything about bears and their, you know, psychology. Right. I feel like that's not the worst life for a bear to live. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that's definitely, that, that's an interesting point for sure. I didn't really think about it, but it makes sense. If you know anything about bears, yeah, please, please let us know at behind underscore gorilla, um, <laughs> on Twitter. But, uh, okay. So, and this, and this Victor at the end, at the end of the matches, the trainer would give, I, I and I swear I did not believe this when I heard it. Um, the, the trainer will give the bear a bottle of Coca-Cola and then the nice. bear would just guzzle it down, would hold it with his paws <laughs> and just drink it out of the bottle. And it, that was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen was a bear drinking a bottle of Coca-Cola. I um, honestly want to see that almost more than I want to see a bear. <laughs> oh, you can, you can. It's at the end of the clip. <laughs> it's, uh, it's great. See, that's awesome. This bear's living the dream. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to get to some things that aren't so nice about it, um, as you okay. kind of touched on. Um, so, um, most of the t- a lot of t- a lot of these matches were really boring, obviously, because yeah. sometimes the bear just wouldn't do anything or right. And anyway, so a lot of times they were boring. Well, not all the time, and sometimes mm-hmm. not for good reasons. But uh, all right, so Danny Hutchins was a wrestler. And this was in um, Virginia, or maybe this was in North Carolina. It was either North Carolina or Virginia. And this and Victor, the wrestling bear, was wrestling Danny Hutchins. And at one point during the match, the bear just put all of its weight on Hutchins and just yeah. basically fell on him. And it broke his ankle and like messed up his like ligaments all in his knee. Yeah. Um, 
because it's a bear and it weighs like 600 pounds. And if that falls on you, it's not going to be good. I thought about that when we were talking about, you know, like declawing it and taking its teeth out or whatever. But yeah, like I, I think a lot of people listening probably thought that too. Like, yeah, it can bite you, but it's also four times your size. Yeah. Like it's, Somebody like Big Show or Braun Strowman have to be really careful when they work because yeah. otherwise they could just squish you. Yeah, so uh, there was another time. This was not the first time that Victor hurt someone. Charles G. Smith was an army, army corporal, and while he was wrestling the bear, uh, <laughs> his hand accidentally went past the bear's muzzle. Oh, come on. And it, it doesn't, you know, you can pretty much put two and two together and... His, his, one of his fingers got, found its way, um, into the bear's mouth and the bear, uh, and the bear ate his finger, basically. Uh, (laughs) look, that's like, obviously that's sad for him, but it's hard not to like feel good for the bear a little bit. Just after after going through all this crap, I'm yeah. sure it was at least a little bit satisfying for it to get to chomp on something. Yeah, there was another time when a wrestler, the muzzle accidentally went down again, and this time the bear bit the guy's thumb off. Um, so yeah, there, there was many examples of a bear just falling on people and yeah. stuff like that. But... Still, wrestlers would agree to do these matches, especially in, you know, and most of the time they're lower card, you know, people trying to just make a name for themselves or just get something. Yeah. But sometimes I mean, they that were, makes but, sense. But, but not all the time because sometimes there are bigger names. We talked about Billy Graham and Freddie Blassie. And one of the funniest things you'll ever hear it also, another very famous Hall of Famer um, did, did this once uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Wrestled, nice. wrestled a bear early on, and there's a video, a- and there's a video of him telling the story on a radio show. There's like from I don't know several years ago, but it's on it's on YouTube, and you can just type in Roddy Piper and bear story or something like that, and it is mm-hmm. hilarious him him telling the story. Like he he did not want to do this at all. Didn't what? know what he like. He just came in was like. All right, so who am I working? They're like, are oh, you working Victor? And he goes, all right, well, who's who's Victor? And then then they're like, that's Victor, and it's just bear. <laughs> and and this is like, you know, he's like a kid at this point. Like this is early Roddy Piper, like like right. non non star Roddy Piper, and and he does a whole he tells a whole story about it. And he said the the uh, he, when he first saw the bear, it was on its hind legs drinking a pint of whiskey. and so and uh and he's like oh so and then the guy's like the trainer or whatever is trying to tell him that the bears you know is they taking the front teeth out it's not gonna you know it's not gonna he goes oh so now i'm with a bear that got his teeth taken out and can still bite my fingers off and is drunk and uh so basically um and then he realized once the match started, he realized that the trainer had smeared honey all over the back of his trunks. <laughs> and so, so he starts to wrestle the bear and it just starts to throw him to the ground and just start eating the honey off of his shorts and then pulling his shorts down, trying to find more honey is the way he describes it. So now he's yeah. like naked with a bear all over him in the middle of the wrestling ring. So he said it was Look, not. He he did not enjoy his uh, his his encounter with with a bear. Um, wow! But uh, what a legend! Yeah, it, it's uh, but it's not it's not something that's around now. Obviously, it, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine people handling that well. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't exist anymore. Well, unless I'm again, I'm sure you could find somewhere <laughs> in the middle of Mississippi that probably will do it. But um. There's no no sanctioned matches anyway, um, but yeah, there, there was a lot of other stories I saw with with especially this Victor and and terrible Ted where there's many things of 
of you know just different things they did stuff going on it's just it's just wild but the craziest thing looking up this whole thing was just the fact that bears can actually wrestle and yeah that's incredible i never i never would have guessed that but but then when you think about it it makes sense well both to me like both the fact that they actually kind of wrestle naturally like the guy obviously the guy's playing it up a little bit for television but like the move set comes a little bit naturally to them, like the sort of pawing and grabbing and throwing. Right. But that and the fact that they can kind of work a little bit too, at least the ones that have done it for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, that that was just crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, you know, and you can still find, I mean, you can find on YouTube, you can find plenty, you can find several clips of this, and and several of them are like at like state fairs in like the eighties yep. or you know I found one from like eighty nine and like some fair in like Iowa or you know Oklahoma just these random places where it's just they would just pull people out of the crowd just like wrestle this bear and they'd go in there <laughs> for like a minute and then not be able to move it and or get thrown over or something and then that was it like it's weird like yeah. all, like where there was still like. Uh, you know, e- even after the, you know, it wasn't on TV and a wrestling show where it still was like this sideshow attraction. And and like recently, like fairly recently, too. So I thought that was I didn't realize that stuff was still going on that recent. And um, anyway, but yeah, that that's uh, that's pretty much all I got. The uh, wow. brief, brief history there of of uh, bear wrestling. That's, and, um, that's honestly incredible. Yeah, so that's one that I thought about right from the beginning. Like, within the first week or so of the show, I came up, I, I thought of this idea. I was like, that would probably yeah. be interesting. And, I like that a lot. And Sorry. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's it. And again, big shout-out to a Bleacher Report article, Exploring the Strange History of Pro Wrestlers Battling Bears. That's where I got a good chunk of my information um, on kind of this whole... Very bizarre timeline. I think the uh, I think the big takeaway that I have from all this is one a newfound respect for bears. Yeah, but you know because everyone knows they're kind of monstrous, but it's easy to forget that until you really think about bears, which is dumb. Like that right. sounds like a dumb statement to take bears for granted. But two, the intelligence of bears, the fact that they can sort of if not thrive in this situation, like learn how to function just like a lot of wrestlers do, which is like, yeah, this kind of sucks, but I'm going to drink a pint before I do this and (laughs) it'll be fine. We'll get through it. Well, that was another thing that I saw kind of with that is a lot of times the bears, they would basically like drug the bears like before a lot of these things and make them, you know, to make them more docile. Because again, if a bear just wants to, it'll just crush you. So that yeah. was kind of part of it to get the bear drunk or stuff like that. Like that was that was that was pretty common, which is another thing that blew my mind. There's some yeah, man, animals are wild. <laughs> well, then yeah. the other my other takeaway is it's it's a good thing that we don't do this anymore, not just for the health and safety of bears, but because let's let's face it, the first time Brock Lesnar wrestles a bear, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd watch, like, all concerns for the animal aside. But yep. here's the thing. Within two years, they're like, yeah, we're going to make Bear in a Cell an annual pay-per-view. <laughs> and, you know, every July we start writing reasons for everyone on the roster to wrestle a different bear. Yeah. And then, like, everything else in wrestling, it loses its luster. Right. Like, the WWE absolutely could ruin Bear wrestling. Oh, oh, So it's probably easily. for the best. Yeah, it probably is. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, so there we go. History of uh, wrestling bears. So um, that's uh, that's the episode for this week. You have anything uh, else you want to add, Harris? Uh, no, only that uh, if you uh, if you perhaps own the copyright rights to Terrible Ted, <laughs> talk to us because we'd like to get some uh, Terrible Ted wrestling merch out there. If Ooh, that doesn't already exist, that would be good. I would I would buy the heck out of a wrestling bear T-shirt. That's got to be public <laughs> domain. But if it's not, we need to look into that. Pro we wrestling do. tees. I want a terrible Ted store. I'm still working on a shirt for our show just for me to wear because yeah, I like our logo a lot and I, I want do a too. shirt with I it. I do too. I just haven't done I just haven't done it yet. I need to do that. Man, we need to. 
I, I said this jokingly, I think the first episode, that we should just, this is just, this is just going to evolve into a, like, which animal, like, an animal wrestling stipulation every month. <laughs> I th- like I watching mean, Brock Lesnar fight a gorilla. I mean, that's how, that's where my, I mean, that's where I even thought of this was because the first episode was on that whole Dusty's gorilla thing. And so that's yeah. kind of what even made me think of it. But, um... Yeah, that that would be funny if there was enough of that. Uh, I didn't even tell you the story about the guy who wrestled an alligator, so uh, we didn't even get into that. So Ooh, next time, baby. Yeah, maybe. But um, yeah, animals have definitely had their place in uh, wrestling history. That's for sure. So yeah. Anyway, that's it. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at behind underscore gorilla. Go ahead and uh, send us anything that you thought or want or. In anything if you hate it please tell us that too we we'd love to hear that <laughs> um if you if you send us hate tweets we will 100 percent read them 100 um, percent we'll retweet them are you kidding oh Absolutely. heck yeah uh yeah we we will uh and if you have good stuff too we'll, we'll read those too maybe but they're not as interesting but um yeah go, go ahead and send us stuff there request for episodes i know we've had a few requests in the past that we've done so that makes our job easier so feel free if you want us to talk about something and then uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. And I'm at Harris Wilson. And also, you can check out my other podcast that has just started, uh, The Uncaped Crusaders Review. You can follow that on Twitter at Uncaped Review. That is where me and my friend Ian go through and talk. Basically, we review, we're reviewing every single Batman movie in history. Um, that's really what the podcast is all about, all about Batman and our love for that character. So check that out, too. I'm becoming kind of a podcast connoisseur at this point Heck yeah pretty proud of that it uh hasn't led to anything but we'll see it's um um that that that's the goal the goal is to be uh to do no that's not even the goal i lied i'm just doing it for the heck of it um so yeah definitely uh check that out if you're so inclined as well so, and i do want to say too i am looking forward to the inevitable crossover where we talk about the time batman fights a wrestler that oh. might just be Bane in Batman and Robin. There might be another better example yeah. out there somewhere, but I'm really excited for you to find that. Yeah, there, yeah, there, there's there's some of that. Bane's the only wrestling link I can really think of. If it was Spider-Man, that would, that would be a whole different story. But, oh, um, well, hey, we'll bring that up at some point, <laughs> too, I'm sure. We'll find yeah. a way to cross over like superheroes and wrestling or something. We will at some point. That's definitely in the cards for sure. Because it, 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 there is a huge crossover between superheroes and wrestling. I mean, they're basically the same thing. Just right. Just one is done for real, or you know, more real than the other one. That that's really right. the only difference. Colorful characters, big giant hulked up dudes, literally it's named Hulk sometimes. Man. It never changes. Yeah, yeah. Good versus evil. Although not with WWE nowadays, but. You know, in general, it's supposed to be. And anyway, a lot of crossovers. So, yeah, we'll probably do that at some point for sure. So that'll do it for uh, Behind the Gorilla. Again, I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.